0: Welcome back to another episode of the Tide Talk Podcast. Stacy Blackwood here with my man Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy?
1: Doing good, buddy. Just uh excited for Christmas. I uh, wanna wish everyone, uh, all of our followers and uh, listeners Merry Christmas. And uh and uh man, uh it's been a it's been a wild week for uh for um you know Alabama fans uh, basketball-wise. But before we get, get too far into it, I want to give two shout-outs real quick. Uh the first one is uh justin thomas and and tiger and team usa what a comeback and the president's come man that was you know that last day uh you know tiger went on the went on the on the course and and i watched every every match and man that that was unbelievable um tiger i think went four and oh in all his matches i think justin went three and one i think he lost that last one but but those two at the beginning day one day two held the team together and day three is really what changed it because tiger didn't play any of those matches and uh and the team kind of you know stepped up and they won when they needed to and day four man it was just it was all u.s so uh congratulations to those guys that that was awesome to keep the presence yeah, absolutely uh with the u.s and uh and the other shout out is to our women's basketball team man they they're looking really good this year they just beat uh, a couple games ago uh undefeated unc team uh so uh you know i think i think coach curry's got them girls going the right direction and it's good to see because it, it's been a long time coming
0: yeah the the women's team has has you know struggled really more than what the men's team has over the last decade or so so it's it's good to see christy curry kind of getting that thing turned around and uh and moving in the right direction uh, mm-hmm. i think they're what, what nine and three right now
1: they are. Uh,
0: so, you know, it's just a couple, what, maybe one or two more games before conference play uh, mm-hmm. starts up. So, uh, you know, that's good to see. Uh, and like Jake mentioned, it was nice to see uh, JT and Tiger kind of keep the team together uh, before that day three uh, and, you know, on the president's cup. And it's obviously JT is, is one of the top players in the world. And it was just great to see him and Tiger the first couple days, uh, know. you know, kind of, kind of hold, hold, hold things together for team USA and, uh, it was nice to get that presidents cups victories and before they were celebrating after that man they they seemed like they were having a good time so yeah they uh, were we we're, we're, we're proud of that and uh and like jack said we're also proud of the, of the women's basketball team and uh speaking of women's teams you know the the softball team will be starting up before we know it along with the with the baseball team and obviously we're looking forward to those those two seasons and uh we think both both teams are going to have really good teams and and have a chance to make a lot of noise, uh, both both in the SEC and, and across the country. And and if you remember,
1: uh, Brad Bohan said that his his third year will, will be the turning point. And this is his third year, so I have no doubt that he will turn things around this year.
0: Yeah, I think this is definitely a, a big year for for Bohannon, and uh, I, I think he's going to get it done. He's done a great job recruiting, and and I know yeah. y'all probably seen on our Twitter, you know, a couple weeks ago, we we asked if there was somebody that that was interested in coming on the podcast as a guest to, to kind of preview some Bama baseball as it gets a little closer, we'll bring them on. And we've had a couple people DM us. So uh, we'll get that all worked out and uh, have some Bama baseball on here in, in a few weeks. So uh, that's something to look forward to. But, but for right now, we're going to uh, talk about our coach Nate Oates and in the, in the men's basketball team. And, yes. uh, you know, just as a, uh, the last couple of weeks, it seems like, you know, ever since the, they come back from the battle for Atlantis, they've, They've kind of started to turn the corner and, and kind of find their way in the NATO system. The turnovers are down just a little bit, and, and uh, the points are way up there. Uh, it's it's just an exciting time, and this team you can tell is is really starting to click, especially on the offensive end of the court. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you know, I, I think right now they're eighth in the country in points per game, which if you would have told me that we would even be in the top 50 in the country in mm-hmm. points per game at this point in the season, I would have laughed at you. Even yeah. though I, I knew what Nodos no was capable of, I, especially with the injuries to James Rojas and, and Jawan Gary, it just, I, I didn't think it would be you know, what, what they've been able to put on the offensive end. and It's, uh, it's really been amazing to watch.
1: And the absolute bullcrap of of you know JQ not getting his waiver. I yeah, mean, every, yeah, I, I
0: keep forgetting that. And that's 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 yeah. a big hit too. Yeah,
1: I mean, and and NCA gave him out to everybody else, and but but comes to Alabama and JQ, no, nah, no, nah, he can't have one. But you know, we've we've worked on that enough. The NCAA and and the SEC officiating this year has just been trash. We've talked about that before as well. But but looking at on our men's team, uh, you know. I watched uh the whole entire second half of the Penn State game. I think we had like a twelve point lead uh we couldn't couldn't hold it late uh there was some questionable um or that that last play drawn up was kind of questionable of course, Petty just fouled out and and they had double team uh Lewis. so of course Alex ended up getting the ball and and just threw one up and and it yeah didn't. he
0: he panicked and and Petty fouling out right there. Yeah, that really hurt our chances because, like you said, you knew the the double team was going to go to Kyra and and, and Reese kind of froze in the situation. He he had a chance to, when he, as soon as he caught the pass to to maybe get a shot up, but yeah. he kind of he kind of panicked and what was kind of uncertain of himself and what he needed to do. So it's that's that you know that just comes with experience, and he doesn't have a lot of uh, you know end of game experience at Alabama in close games. So mm-hmm. I I kind of give him the pass. It was on the road that was going to be a tough a tough – that would have been a great victory for the team, but that was going to be a tough win to get, uh, even though, like you said, they had a big lead in the second half of that game and just couldn't yeah. close it out. And I think that's what, you know, Nate, Nate mentioned, you know, you've got to be able to close those games out if, if you want to make the NCAA tournament. Exactly.
1: And and I was just going to talk about that the bounds play. I think you uh, – before we started, you talked and – I told me you watched all of Belmont, and I didn't get to watch – much of that game, but but I, I've seen and saw people tweet that the inbounds plays in that game was a whole lot better. So I have no doubt, you know, you, you learn from your mistakes and uh and I think but but I, I'm I'm with you. If Petty wouldn't have found out right there, I don't think they would have had an opportunity to, to double team Lewis and and maybe he would have got the ball or Petty. But man, talking about Petty man, he he is alive under Nate Nato's man. It's awesome to see.
0: Yeah, you, you're you starting to see what, you know, all the hype was about when he was coming out of high school. I mean, he was a five-star product, uh, and, you know, he, he was known for his shooting and his scoring ability. And, you know, his first couple seasons, he was up and down. You know, he he played great for a couple games, and, you know, then he disappeared for several games. So it's, it's you know, the past, I would say, what, five games or so, he has really just turned the corner. He's playing with a lot of confidence. And I do want to say this about Petty, you know, even – you know, the first couple games of the year when he was not shooting the ball well, uh he wasn't getting a lot of good looks. And when he did get looks, he, he wasn't, you know, wasn't making his shots. He still played hard on the defensive end and was rebounding the basketball. Uh He's been our leading rebounder all year long. Yeah. Uh, what is he, about seven or eight a game, I, I would imagine? Yeah, uh, seven and a half a
1: game. So, yeah. so
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's been solid on and rebounding the basketball, and he, he's – he hustles on defense. He, 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 if he switches, he switches hard. And mm-hmm. and now his shots are falling. And and Teddy's one of those guys that if you, if you just leave him a slither of a hair open, he's going to make you pay for it. Right now he's shooting with so much confidence that if, if he even thinks he's got a chance of getting the ball up, he's going to make it. And, and I think he's shooting right around 50% from the three-point line this season. Yes. Uh I don't know what his total numbers are, you know, attempts to to makes, but uh he is just shooting the ball really well right now. Uh of course Kyra's being Kyra, you know, he don't he don't have to shoot a lot to to make an impact on the game. I know he's averaging, you know, around six or seven assists a game along with or four or five rebounds and four four or five assists. So that's that's really good to see. Uh, uh Davis has been a really good surprise early yeah. on this season. Uh, he had a pretty good game against uh, Belmont uh, a couple of nights ago. Uh, Alex Reese, he's starting to shoot the ball uh, better as of late. Uh, we really need him and, and Bolden to get completely healthy because you can tell they're both still struggling with a little bit of injuries. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Reese has a hip injury, and and Beatles battled a wrist injury, I think an ankle injury. So it's it's just been a, it's been rough for those two guys to really find a flow and a rhythm in the offense or with the team, because they, they haven't practiced. I'm pretty sure Nate has said they haven't even practiced. All they've done is, you know, prep for games and, and play in the game. So yep. uh, once those guys can, can get healthy and, and start practicing, you know, you know next couple of weeks as you get in the S- SEC play, I really think you're going to see this team take it to the next level. I think right now you have to be happy with what, what the offense looks like. Uh, maybe cut down on some some of the turnovers a little bit more, but the turnovers are getting better uh, yeah. compared to where they were to, to start the year. But uh, defensively, I know the numbers are not great, but, but defensively the guys are getting after it. Oh, uh, yeah. The opposing teams are making a lot of difficult shots, uh, and it's not for a lack of effort. You know, I, if it was a lack of effort, I would be kind of upset, but right now, you know, you got to think about it. We're we're kind of an undermanned team. We're not playing that many guys. Uh, a lot of teams can can give us a mismatch because we don't really have a a dependable big other than Javion Davis Fleming. Or he's not Fleming anymore. He removed the Fleming. I, I but I keep calling him that from his recruiting days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but Galen Smith, he's kind of, and I know he's battled injury too. But he's he's kind of been disappointing this season. I I thought he would be better than what he what he's been so far this year. So uh, maybe he can continue to get better. Uh, and and I think what January what is it second, third, mm-hmm. is that ACC when does ACC play open? It's right around that time. I know I know they got yeah. Richmond is the last non-conference game, which I believe is this coming Saturday. Yeah, and uh, then the few days after that is is against Florida for to fourth. open the SEC. What day is it? The fourth. Okay. And, so yeah, that's, and, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, just I was just talking about the uh, the schedule, real quick. Uh, you know, the first three of the five uh, five games are uh, an open SEC play. We go we go to Florida. Uh, we've got Mississippi State at home. Then we go to Kentucky. Then we have Auburn at home. So I mean, it, it's a it's a tough you know tough stretch. To That's in begin-
0: Murder's Row right there. That's rough. Yeah.
1: But but once you get out of that, you know you, we have Missouri, Vandy. Both of them are very winnable games. We have the uh, the SEC Big Twelve Challenge. We got uh, Kansas State, um, and then we uh, play LSU on the road, Arkansas, Tennessee. So, you know, at, after the murders road per se, um, I I think there you know there's been a lot of talk, but I still I still see this team winning at least eighteen to twenty games. Uh it's you know, I think they're they're like you said, they're finally gelling together a little bit. Um, you know, all the turnovers you talked about um beginning of the year, I think it was because you know, we was running a fast pace they're not used to because you know NATO's coming there and we're running, we're we're getting off shots, you know, quick and, and running them down the court and they're just trying to get the legs under and, and now they're kind of Gelling and and all you've seen the turnovers to uh, come down a little bit. So, you know, I, I just think this team is on the up and up, and and I think they're going to be dangerous come SEC time.
0: Yeah, I, they're definitely starting to play, you know, the, the way Nate Oates wants them to play, especially on the offensive end. I'm sure he would be, you know, happier with with a better defensive effort. But
1: he's mm-hmm. got
0: to be pleased where the team is at right now compared to where they were, you know, like say three weeks ago. Uh, leading into the Battle of Atlantis and then kind of during the Battle of Atlantis, they've, they've really started to turn the corner. Uh, I think right now they're sitting at six and five. So if, you know, and Richmond's no joke, I think Richmond's 10 and one right now or, or something like that. So that's, that's not going to be easy game. They've beat a lot. They've beat some good teams. And uh, so that's, that's not going to be easy game, but if Alabama can get that win and put them at seven and five going into the conference play, I I can see them getting to 18 wins at the end of the regular season, that would put them winning 11 conference games. So that would be, what, 11-7 and seven in conference play. I can sure. see that happening. And simply because the SEC is not very – you know, they don't have very just dominant teams. I mean, as bad as I hate to say it, it seems like Auburn is really the only team that you would, you know, feel like that's – you don't really have much of a chance. I mean, Kentucky's dropped a few games. Yeah, uh, they they don't look like the normal Kentucky. Now I know they'll continue to get better because they always do. But yeah. you know, you catch them early in SEC play, you have a chance to win. So right now, it, it seems like Auburn is maybe the team to beat in the SEC. And mm-hmm. of course, it's a long way to go, and a lot can change. And and they haven't really played the toughest schedule non-conference wise, but uh, but they're obviously a good team under under coach coach Bruce Pearl. So mm-hmm. you know, that's obviously something to what you said. That's our third SEC game or our fourth. Yeah, some something to that effect. Um, yeah, so uh, we we get them in Kentucky early, in SEC mm-hmm. play. So you, you we'll get a good, you know, vibe of what this team looks like and and what they're capable of doing. But like Jake said, you get past those first f- few games, you really have a chance to to get catch a lot of wins, and you're going to have to win several road games. I mean, and yep. you have always got to take care of home court and. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be exciting. There's a lot to look forward to. Uh, I really wish JQ would have been qualified to play. And I, that's I, – I still can't get over that. It's a joke. You know, they – Crimson Crossover posted a video of him during practice, you know, man. crossing some guys up, knocking down step-back threes, oh. uh, up and unders. Just, man, just – he is a legit big-time uh, point guard. So, it's, it, it's kind of hard not seeing him out there on the court during this season but you know he'll he'll be there next year oh yeah and, uh, we look forward to that Definitely. and uh you know before we before we sign off you know Alvin does play here in just a few days well i guess about a week now so uh we look forward to that you'll playing the the citrus bowl against the michigan wolverines so we look forward to that but we're going to have another podcast uh before that game and we'll we'll talk just about uh just about the game and you know kind of what we we think is going on and uh Kind of give our prediction for it, and uh, we just wanted to kind of dedicate this podcast to to the men's basketball team for you know how they played the last couple of weeks, and you know they they seem like they're going to finish the non conference slate on on a high note if they can get that win this Saturday against a, a really good Richmond team. So don't sleep on that Richmond team. I mean, they go look at their who, who they have played so far this season, and like I said, I believe they're ten and one right now, so uh, they're not a pushover.
1: I I think they're ten and two. I think. I think they lost to Auburn and,
0: and some other team, but
1: but yeah, yeah. they're they're really good. Um, but before we sign off, man, you um, know we, we got a special shout another shout out to give, and it's a special one. If you want to go ahead and do that,
0: yeah, uh, we just wanted to shout out a uh, Big Bam and a uh, KB for you know their baby announcement. They're gonna have a, a boy. I can't remember when when the due date is, but uh, we just wanted to shout those guys out. Congratulations. We hope everything goes well. Uh, during the pregnancy with KB and also the baby and uh, we just wish them the best of luck and we're happy that they're together and that they, you know, they enjoy our podcast and follow us on Twitter and all that. We just really appreciate them. And, you know, we appreciate yes. all our followers and listeners and uh, it, you know, we wouldn't do it if if we didn't have the kind of support that we have. And it, it just really means a lot. Uh, we're, we're really thankful for everybody that, that supports the show and uh, you know, that, that follows us on, follow us on Twitter and, you know, just, we have a really good time doing this, but but having having fans or I don't even say fans, but followers and listeners uh, mm-hmm. like we do, it, it makes it, you know, even the more better. So we really appreciate that. Yes. And, uh, you know, we hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year and hope everybody gets to spend time with their family and their loved ones and have a really good time. And uh, we really appreciate everybody listening to us. And uh, before we go, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at Talk underscore pod. Uh, You can follow me, Stacey Blackwood, at Blackwood89. And I'm at Jake Thomas Tide. Yeah, so give us a follow. uh, Retweet our stuff. uh, Like our stuff. uh, Use the hashtag Tide Talk if if you remember to. And uh, we really appreciate the support. And uh, we'll talk to you all again next week. Roll Tide. Roll
1: Tide.